Thank you for listening. This is WTOP News reporter Nick Ainelli. Today, joined by Maryland State Police Sergeant Quintina Walker, who's stationed in Charles County. So, Sergeant, can you start by talking about what a regular day is like for you? Uh, yes. As a Maryland State Trooper, particularly in my case as a shift supervisor, I manage a group of four men and women, um, and I'm in charge of their daily operations while they patrol. I'm in charge of the security of the barrack as well as the daily operations of the barrack at that time during my shift. I also uh, manage a civilian employee that is our dispatch or our PCO or police communications operator. Um, And uh, my goal is to, or what I have to do is um, manage the phones, answer any calls for service or uh, direct my guys and my gals to calls for service. Um, and to make sure the shift operates as smoothly as possible and manage uh, traffic incidences and uh, critical incidences. And how long have you been in law enforcement? 17, 17 years. Did you have it in your family? Did you have uh, you know, relatives who were in it? Or did you just go into law enforcement all by yourself and, and take over that career yourself? Actually, no. Uh, my dad was in the military. He was a Marine. Um, but I didn't have any family that uh, were in law enforcement or had that as a profession. Um, I kind of stumbled upon it, actually. I was a graduate assistant women's basketball um, coach at American University uh, because I played Division I basketball at the College of Women Mary. So I thought that the natural transition would be coaching. Uh, after three years of doing that, I realized that wasn't where I wanted to be. I went to a job fair and um, there was a lot of law enforcement officials there, federal agencies, local municipalities and state. And I I gravitated towards the state police um, because of how they presented themselves, how they looked in uniform, the the military bearing that they had, the discipline. Um, I was used to that order and structure coming from an athletic background. And I thought this would be a great fit in terms of something new every day, something that kept me active. Um, I signed up and here I am 17 years later. You said something that's interesting to me. You said that uh, you said that you liked the look of the state police. Can you describe what you like about it specifically? Um, yes, sir. Particularly the uniform, how a trooper presents themselves in a uniform with the shined brass, with the shined polished boots or the Corfran shoes, always being well put together, shirt ironed, pants ironed. Um, to me, that was the epitome of a police official. That trooper represented something uh, bigger than themselves, and I saw myself in that. Okay, yeah, and that, that kind of seems like it, it might align with that military experience in your family, the way you describe it. And it's funny that you said that because uh, my dad kind of deterred me from going in the military. And when I did apply and get into the state police, I told him this was my form of the military. And he understood and accepted it. And uh, it's been great since. And family's been completely supportive. Um, To me, being able to service others is uh, a calling. It's a special responsibility. Um, It brings me joy to know that someone sees me as a beacon of hope. Or, or safety. Um, and the fact that I can help them the best as I can uh, brings me a lot of pride and joy. And hopefully how I help someone will leave a, a positive impression on that person in terms of their experience with law enforcement. Um, the things that we do are not ordinary. I mean, it, it, it changes from an ordinary day, but can go to uh, the uncommon things that you see. 
But the fact that I'm in a position to help people um, brings me a lot of joy, a lot of uh, satisfaction, and um, hopefully uh, can inspire others to want to do the same. Um, in terms of the job and why, like my why, like why do this job? Um, this profession is, is bigger than me. I'm only one person out of hundreds of thousands of uh, police officers, troopers across the United States. Um, I feel it's my obligation to leave um, an impact, a positive impact, wherever I go, whatever I do, whatever assignment that I'm assigned to. Um, as a female, it's important for me to show other females that they are welcomed in this profession, that they can do this job, that they can wear this uniform, uh, that they can perform at high levels, just like their counterparts. When someone looks at me in uniform, I, I hope to I hope to inspire them to aspire to want to be a part of this profession. Um, the people and the community that we serve, that is what gets me out of bed. And uh, for example, there's a family here in the county, Charles County, that I met in 2001 at National Night Out. And this is the opportunity for us to get in the neighborhoods, to meet people and to, to be a part of that community. And this family of five, for whatever reason, gravitated toward me and they were amazing. They were funny. They were sweet kids. They gave me a hug. And that meant more to me than anything. Cause now when I do any community uh, engagements, I look for them and I actually saw them at the Charles County fair and it brought the best smile to my face because to them, I am um, security to them. I am someone they can trust. And when they give me a big hug, it reassures why I do what I do. Um, and more importantly, the people that I work for and the group that I work for, um, we, we go to work for each other. We show up for each other. And um, I think that is the, the big part of why at least I, I do what I do. The law enforcement field, when you think about how your field has changed over the years, what stands out in your mind as some of the biggest changes that you've seen? Well, the biggest changes that, that I've seen um, deals with our technology. Um, our department has done a great job in adapting over time with our technology and ways to assist us to do our jobs. Our vehicles are better, our vehicles are bigger, our mobile offices or our, our patrol vehicles are uh, equipped with the technology that helps us print tickets, scan information in. Um, it shortens our time of information exchange electronically. Um, we have a uh, in-car cameras, we have body cams. These are all, well, Body cams are newer to us, which are great. Um, I've seen changes in our policies uh, in terms of tattoos, where essentially now we are um, um, able to hire people with full sleeves. Um, and there's stipulations to that. Um, I've seen a number of changes in terms of how social media will help us in um locating individuals, getting information to the public. So these are some of the little changes that I, I see that help our profession greatly. Um, starting salaries have changed. When I came on, it was like 35,000. Now it's um, bumped up to 51 while you're in our academy, then it bumps up to 59,604. So these are little changes that I, I that may seem insignificant in certain ways, but they're big in uh, the grand scheme of things. 
I haven't talked to anybody about the body cam issue yet. That's a good point because they, they're everywhere now. Uh, well, we've just been outfitted with them. So it's fairly new to us. Um, and we're adapting to it and, and um, getting familiar with them. But I think in the long run, they'll be a great tool to help us, like you said, get information to the public, help us stay safe, help us um, show the public what we do, how we do uh, things and why we do things. The body cameras will help us um, and the public uh, keep everyone uh, on their toes and honest and and keep everyone safe. I think it's a great tool. I think it will help us and be an asset uh, in the future. Do you do a lot of communicating with uh, departments around the state, you know, whether it be on the local level or other state agencies? Well, we all um, share information um, and work with allied agencies. There's multiple um, police departments and municipalities throughout the state. So we work well with others uh, and other agencies to get information out, to share information, to disseminate information um, and rely on each other to help solve cases, find missing persons. Um, the sharing of information is very essential to know what's going on in your surroundings. Um, at our barrack, and I believe all the barracks at the in the state, um, we have what we call daily briefings, and we keep track of significant uh, interactions throughout the day, whether it's a traffic stop that led to the seizure of a firearm or an apprehension of a, a wanted suspect or the uh, CDS seizure, Anything significant we put in a briefing and disseminate um, to the local municipalities in a, in a way to share information and, and to keep um, uh, people in the loop. For the most part, you have your own units that work their own cases, but if it so happens to overlap or correlate or there are um, similarities, they will uh, reach out to another department as well as that department will reach out with us to share that information to um handle the situation at hand. Uh, we're all in this together, essentially. Do you have any general advice for uh, civilians, uh, homeowners, business owners, uh, just general advice when it comes to uh, keeping you know, themselves and the communities safer? Um, in terms of uh, a business or owner or stakeholder in the community, um, it's that saying, if you see something, say something. They come in contact with people every day, all day. If they see something afoot, if they hear information, share it with us, let us know. We will follow up on it and, and check some things out. If you have surveillance cameras, please make sure that they are good cameras. Make sure that they are operable. So in the event that something happens, we can have good footage. Maybe even audio would, uh, would be beneficial. Um, these are all things that will help us help the community. Um, uh, civilians, if they their ring cameras, those are always been invaluable in terms of robberies and even catching things um, that has nothing to do with that home. It picks up activity. Those are all great tools. And again, if citizens, if they see something, say something. If they come across a, a drunk driver, get a good description of the vehicle, a great location. That's important of the vehicle in the direction that they're going. A tag number. That will be beneficial for us to try to, to apprehend that person. If they are in a motor vehicle collision, um, again, give us their, make sure they are first and foremost safe and um, out of harm's way. 
they can get to a shoulder. Again, report the location, what happened, the vehicles involved. Anything to help us help them um, would be essential to us being able to take care of the people we serve in a timely and effective manner. All right, great. I'm glad you mentioned the ring camera because after you mentioned cameras, I was going to ask you specifically about that. I actually have a ring camera myself. I have two of them. And it's amazing the technology that that is. I mean, you just open up you open up your phone anywhere and you can just watch right out of your house. And it's really not that expensive either. Exactly. And again, that helps uh, law enforcement greatly in terms of identifying someone that may be trying to pry in your home. So these are all great tools to have to keep oneself safe. Okay, Maryland State Police Sergeant Quintino Walker, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate it. You have a good one. Bye-bye.